This is Austin Real Estate Investing. Austin Real Estate Investing. We'll be discussing real estate investing in Austin, Texas, and bringing you experts from all different sectors of the real estate game. Your host, Jordan Moorhead, is a real estate agent and investor in Austin and is here to help you get started or to build your portfolio and explore new strategies. Hi, this is Jordan Moorhead. This is Austin Real Estate Investing. And today we have Kyler Peters here, who's going to tell us all about his experience investing and wholesaling in Austin. Hey, Kyler, how are you? Hey, good, Jordan. I appreciate you having me on here, man. Glad to have you on. I've been looking for a good wholesaler to get on here for quite a while. So it's great to connect with you. Yeah. Um, Could you tell us a little bit more about who you are and how you're involved with real estate investing in the Austin area? Yeah, so um, my uh, kind of background, uh, name's Kyler Peters. I'm uh, originally from Oklahoma City. I uh, moved to Austin about five years ago, um, and I met uh, Nicholas Perry and Brandon Sepulveda, um, and they owned a uh, wholesaling company uh, called Want to Sell Now. So um, they are virtual nationwide. So I've been working with them for just a little over a year now. So I am the director of acquisitions. So I am on the front lines talking to sellers uh, all across the country, um, nationwide, um, pretty much locking up deals. So we've been in uh, almost 45 states, 45 different states now. Yeah, so we're trying to we're trying to hit all 50, and we're not stopping until we do. So, um, but yeah, as far as uh, the breakdown, um, we did. I mean, we were one of our personal best last year. We did a little over two million in assigned revenue. Um, uh, as far as like our goals this year, we're trying to hit the three. Um, so anything, anything above that is just icing on the cake, man. So we are trying to grow. Awesome. So you'll wholesale virtually. You're not in all these markets, correct? That's correct. Yes, sir. Completely virtual. I've never set foot on any of these properties myself. No. Nice. I actually hear that more and more now. And, you know, people are probably thinking that that sounds crazy, but uh, we actually bought a property through a virtual wholesaler here recently who never went in the property himself. He actually was in California the whole time. So, oh, man, that's awesome. Actually, super common anymore that people are doing that. Absolutely. Um, you are, where are you currently located, Kyler? So, I'm located in Austin, You're Texas Austin. right now. Yep. We have, uh, we're in office. So, we're, our headquarters is off first and Ben White here. So, yes. um, yeah. So, right downtown. Yep. Why do you choose to invest and live in Austin or be involved in the investing scene in Austin? Man, Austin is has definitely been a blessing for me, honestly. It's it's um, created so much opportunity. There's so many smart, intelligent people here, and they're all driven. I mean, everyone you talk to has uh, big aspirations in Austin. And and honestly, coming from uh, a place like Oklahoma City, it's, I guess, forward thinking as, as Austin is. So um, I just saw Austin as a great opportunity to get out and um, just try something new. And and it's just paid off tenfold. So I am definitely happy with, with uh, my decision here. Awesome. Uh, and I guess, you know, what I like to ask all of our guests is what, what initially attracted you to the real estate industry or real estate investing as a whole? Right. So my thing was, I was always big into sales. I was always a, a people person. So I've done anything from hospitality to just service industry type things. 
Um, and I, I just saw real estate as something I wanted to do uh, long term. And I never realized how easily accessible it was um, until just recently. So um, that was really my main thing was you see every wealthy individual and they usually have one thing in common and that's that's real estate. So um, I think it was just seeing how many successful people there are in real estate and saying, okay, how do I get a piece of that? How do I achieve what they've achieved essentially? So that's what attracted me to real estate. Yeah, no, there's a, I can't remember how many, the percentage of millionaires that are made through real estate compared to other avenues is just extraordinarily high. It's something like 50% or more of millionaires became millionaires through real estate. So um, obviously there's other avenues out there. There's business, there's the really slow way investing in, you know, retirement funds or the stock market for a long period of time. But what's great about real estate is you get that awesome leverage and all the growth, you know, you get growth, you get cash flow. Um, you, you have the ability to control the asset and really point it where it goes and you don't really get that with other asset classes. So there's a, a lot of reasons why people love real estate. And yeah, it's, it's a no-brainer. Absolutely. You have to be in real estate if you want to achieve financial freedom. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, I know you've seen a lot of deals on the wholesaling end. Could you tell us about this a deal that went wrong or something you've seen go wrong that you would say, hey, don't do this, avoid this situation? Oh, yeah. I mean, it happens all the time in our, our industry. So especially even more so being virtual, you can only you can only go off of what you know, essentially. So if the seller is dishonest or if something happens while you're going through escrow, um, my thing is, is just always um, ask the right question. So if you're getting all of the necessary information and you're um, checking the title properly. So a lot of times I'll see um, wholesalers and I guess just less experienced. Um, they've had certain situations where they'll go sign a quick claim deed on the back of a car and not run a title search on that. And then they just found out they inherited $50,000 lien on the property. So they're, they're upside down at that point. So I definitely recommend doing it the traditional route, going through a title company. Um, and we even leverage real estate agents in these markets that we're not super familiar with. So we'll go to a real estate agent and say, hey, you know what? We were going to take this property down. We were going to fix and flip it. Uh, it's just not looking like it's in the cards for us right now. So do you have any cash buyers that might be interested in this property? So not only are they going to make a commission on the front end for just bringing us a buyer, they're most likely going to be that listing agent on the backside whenever they go to fix and list it. So um, I, I definitely recommend realtors working with wholesalers and vice versa um, to create that relationship. Because, I mean, I think the biggest mistake you can make in this game is trying to go at it alone, not having the right resources. So definitely, definitely have a good team behind you. Yeah. And it really is a relationship business. So I think for me, that's so big. It's having relationships with so many people. And whenever you have a situation come up, if you're friendly and nice to everybody and you purposely build relationships, you may have a situation come up that you don't know how to handle, but you say, oh, you know, I know uh, Kyler handled this situation. I could just give him a call or shoot him an email and see what he did. And it makes your life so much easier. Absolutely. Like you said, as a wholesaler, that deal might not work for you, but you can shuffle it off to a real estate agent that's working with a retail buyer. And right. 
it can work for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's like you said, relationships are the key. So uh, we leverage that heavily. I mean, we're like, like I said, we did deals in 45 different states. Did we know someone in each of those states before we locked the contract up? Absolutely not. But we had the resources of the right people and asking the question. So I think just getting out there and meeting people is, is a big thing. Yeah. So, um, Kyler, I'm going to reframe this next question a little bit. What's one thing you think newer wholesalers should know? So I know tons of people ask me about wholesaling. Full disclosure, I know next to nothing about wholesaling. I'm a residential real estate agent and a buy and hold investor, but I do not understand too much about wholesaling. And I'm going to defer to you and say, hey, you know, what do you think a new wholesaler should know? Hey, guys, this is Jordan Moorhead here. And I wanted to ask if you could do a huge favor for me. If you could go leave a review for this podcast wherever you're listening to it, that would really help me get this into the hands of other people that are interested in information about Austin real estate investing, and I'd be able to help more people. Thanks, guys. Yeah, so I mean, as far as a new wholesaler, um, if you're going at it alone, um, I definitely recommend finding a mentor. Uh, maybe that's myself, maybe that's someone in your local market that um, has done a deal before and has actually executed on something. So. Um, never like the big thing is never take advice from someone who hasn't done it themselves or you wouldn't trade places with essentially. So that's number one. There's plenty of uh, uh, armchair quarterbacks in the wholesaling game. So don't uh, just take advice from anybody. Don't um, just take it with a grain of salt and I'll always uh, double check. Um, the next thing would be to make sure that you're giving yourself um, enough time. And I, I honestly recommend being transparent with these sellers that you're working with um, and let them know, hey, you are not the one going to be closing on this property. It is your group of investors or whoever you want to call it. Um, and it is contingent on their approval, essentially. So you never want to lock up a property that you haven't at least run by your group of investors. So I would say number one, find those group of investors first. Don't ever get a property under contract when you don't have some kind of relationship with buyers in that market, essentially. So I always recommend creating a buyer's list first, getting an idea of what those buyers are actually looking for and where, and just seeing, hey, does this make sense for Joe and his criteria? Okay, great. So I'll go ahead and lock up this property because I know Joe can pay X amount of dollars for this because I know his criteria. And that's, that's how I would do things. Cause a lot of wholesalers, um, they're always just like, Oh, go take action first and just worry about the rest later. And it's like, that's great. But if you actually want to make money, I suggest finding an M buyer. <laughs> yeah. 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 It sounds like you're a big fan of having your systems down before you start going too. And yeah. If you're looking to build a buyer's list um, and again, I haven't done this, but I'd assume you, post in a few investor Facebook groups and build up a pretty good list pretty quickly. Yeah. I mean, it's a fairly simple process. I mean, especially like, I mean, if you're in Austin, I mean, you can shout out the window and say, Hey, who wants to buy this property? And it's going to get sold. So there's plenty of buyers. Um, and like you said, the Facebook groups, I'm very active in all the Facebook groups across the country. So um, just meeting with people there and say, Hey, what are buyers paying in, in your market? What are you typically seeing here? So and then um, on the flip side of that, um, joint venture. I recommend a lot of joint ventures for new new wholesalers. Um, so you may not even have to find the buyer. If you um, if you go and say, hey, I'll give you 50-50 if you go find me a buyer, if you have a buyer. So 
Um, and now again, make sure that these people are legit, have actually done deals and are credible because then what we've, what we've experienced lately is, I mean, not lately, but over time you see a bunch of daisy chain and now you got a wholesaler referring a wholesaler, referring a wholesaler. So, and yeah, they're not actually the end buyers. So find yourself, um, a wholesaler in your market that's already doing deals and you know they are doing deals and work with them and say, hey, if I if I bring you a, a property, you have a buyer for it? Okay, great. Let's go ahead and go to work. Yeah, great advice. Um, so you're in Austin. What's your best advice for people looking for real estate here in Austin? Let's say they're looking through a wholesaler. What's yeah. your best advice there? Yeah. So in Austin to, I mean, win anything in this game, you are going to have to find something off market. So, and unless you're just wanting to pay 120% of retail, I think you have to find off market property. So that goes into actually knowing the wholesalers, number one. Um, and then number two, knowing how to run your marketing. So that's basically all wholesaling is uh, in general is sales and marketing. So what you're going to do is you're going to find those distressed owners, um, whether that's a vacant list, whether that's tax delinquent, whether that's uh, code enforcement, code enforcement's big in Austin, they will get you uh, and put some liens on your property. So, um, but yeah, really just finding the uh, motivation and the sellers that wouldn't want to sell their property at a discount. Um, whether they're out of state or tired landlords, anything that you could possibly think, why would someone sell their property at a discount? Um, that's that's kind of what you're going for. And there's all sorts of services and and um, lists, uh, sites and things like that, where you can just basically pay some money, pull a list and uh, skip trace it and then start making some calls. Awesome. And for newer investors, do you more recommend getting out there and marketing, doing direct mail or making calls? You know, it seems like making calls would be a lower dollar investment. Yeah. As far as like, if you're, if you're very new to this, I definitely recommend keeping your overhead as low as humanly possible. Uh, I'm not a big fan of mailers unless you're just doing like super targeted or maybe it's someone that you've already even called on. And you just want to do that extra touch, like, hey, I'm going to send you something personal. Um, then that's when I would recommend doing mailers. But yeah, like you said, I highly recommend staying strictly to the calls. And if you want to go, I mean, for the price of gas money, I would recommend driving for dollars. And that's basically where you're driving around neighborhoods that you think investors would want to buy in, seeing a property that looks distressed, whether it's boarded up windows, doesn't look like anyone's living there, anything at all like that. Um, and then skip tracing that address. So you can, there's all sorts of affordable ways to wholesale. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, I know it's real big for people looking to get into the real estate investing realm with not a lot of money. And you know, it sounds like you just need to put in the work and you can avoid the money. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly how I started because I, I basically looked at, okay, I want to be in real estate. I want to invest but I don't have the capital right now. So how do I get in and start, I mean, raising that capital? So wholesaling is absolutely the quickest way to boost your income as a, as an in a real early real estate investor. So if you don't have the money to go either put three and a half percent down and go house hack something or uh 20% down and get an investment property yourself, Wholesaling will get you in the door um, to actually 
A, meeting those investors who might provide the hard money or private money that you need. Um, and B, just it's a quick way to make some some fast cash, honestly. Yeah. So um, were there any books or anything you read to get into wholesaling? Was it all mentorship? Um, as far as books are concerned, I would definitely recommend um, if you can't wholesale after this, then I've got nothing for you. That's literally the book title. So let me see if I can't find it in my in my audible here real quick. But yeah, so it's by uh, Todd Fleming. It's called If You Can't Wholesale After This. So that gives you a really good breakdown of just the wholesaling process in general and kind of like, like you said, developing those systems and processes. Um, and I recommend podcasts. I mean, whether it's your podcast here um, and learning about it this way, um, just to drop some names, Steve Trang has a great podcast with Real Estate Disruptors. Um, Pace Morby and those guys um, have a really good like creative financing and things like that. Um, but yeah, Max Maxwell, all kinds of guys who are already doing it and have done it very well and successfully um, are sharing just everything they have with you. So there's no excuse for you to not have all the information and, and go take action. Thanks. And Kyler, how can people get a hold of you if they want to get on your list or just learn more about what you do? Yeah. So, I mean, you can either reach me um, through Facebook. Uh, it's Kyler Peters and uh, Instagram is also Kyler Peters as well. I do check my email a lot. So Kyler W Peters at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, just reach out, direct message me, um, ask for my phone number. I'm, I have, I'm very uh, attainable. So yeah, just give me a call anytime. I'm happy to help. Awesome. Thanks, Kyler. So Kyler, last and most important question, what is your favorite restaurant in Austin? Uh, a Mexican restaurant and they have some awesome drinks and I recommend the mole enchiladas. So you cannot go wrong with those. Awesome. And what was the name of that restaurant again? Just so everybody hears. Yeah, it's Manuel's. Manuel's. Yep. So I think there's one in the Northwest side and then one right downtown. Awesome. Yeah, man. Um, Everybody check out Manuel's. Everybody, Kyler W. Peters at gmail.com. Yes, sir. You got Um, it. Anywhere on social media, it sounds like you could find him there too. Anything you need, reach out to Kyler. Kyler, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Jordan. Really appreciate it. And we will have this out here in the next few weeks for everybody to listen to. Awesome, man. I appreciate you having me on. You take care. Thank you.